Hey everyone, uh, it's Sophie. So today we're looking at mindful communication with others. So we're on page 102. Mindful communication with others. As you continue to practice mindfulness skills by yourself, it's also very important that you begin to incorporate these skills into your interactions with others. Mindful communication is often the key to a successful relationship. If you're constantly making judgmental statements to someone, the chances are good that you'll lose that relationship. In the chapters on interpersonal effectiveness skills, you will learn how to ask others for what you need in a healthy way. But for now, let's look at how to be more mindful of the messages you send to other people. Consider the following statements. You make me mad. You're such a jerk, I could scream. Sometimes you make me so upset I just want to end it all. I know that you did that to me on purpose just to hurt me. What do all these statements have in common? It's true that they all express some kind of emotion, such as anger, distress and sadness. But more importantly, they're all judgments of the other person. Each of the statement, statements blame the other person for the way the speaker feels. Now consider how you would feel if someone said one of these statements to you. What would you do? Maybe you would say something just as angry back to the other person, which would lead to a big fight. The result would be that nothing gets resolved. Or maybe you would just shut down emotionally, stop listening or walk away. Again, nothing would get resolved. Judgmental statements like these stop any form of effective communication. So what can you do instead? One of the solutions is to turn you statements into mindful I statements. Mindful I statements are based on your own mindful awareness of how you feel. Mindful I statements are a more accurate description of how you feel. Mindful I statements let a person know how you feel in a non-judgmental way. Mindful I statements evoke greater empathy and understanding from the other person, which allows the person to meet your needs. Let's look at the four previous examples and turn them from you statements into mindful I statements. Instead of saying, you make me mad, say right now, I feel very mad. Doesn't that sound less judgmental and blaming? If someone said the alternative statement to you, I feel very mad, wouldn't you be more willing to discuss the situation? Wouldn't you feel less angry? Look at the second sentence. Instead of saying, you're such a jerk, I could scream. Say, I feel so angry right now, I could scream. Do you hear the difference it makes to change a you statement into an I statement? The other person no longer feels blamed and will be more willing to listen. Let's look at the third sentence. Instead of saying, sometimes you make me so upset I just want to end it all, say, I feel so upset and hopeless sometimes that I get very depressed. And finally, look at the last sentence. Instead of saying, I know that you did that to me on purpose just to hurt me, say, I feel very hurt when you did that. Again, mindful eye statements are more accurate about how you feel, they are less judgmental, 
and the other person will probably be more willing and able to listen to you if you use them. And most importantly, you're more likely to get your needs met if you use them. Exercise. Mindful I statements. Now let's look at some of the more judgmental you statements and have a practice turning them into mindful I statements. You might want to pause this so you can write down the more judgmental statement before writing your alternative mindful I statement next to it. Number one, you make me feel horrible. Number two, I know you're doing this on purpose to make me go crazy. Number three, why do you keep making me feel so angry? Number four, you're being insulting. Number five, stop fooling around, you're getting on my nerves. Number six, if you don't listen to what I'm telling you, I'm not going to talk to you at all anymore. Number seven, you're being a jerk, stop it. Number eight, you're such a, I can't believe it. Number nine, why do you keep doing that to me? Number 10, sometimes I feel like you're being too inflexible. So how did you do? Did it get harder to think of more mindful I statements as the exercise progressed? Some of the later sentences probably required extra thinking. Let's look at some possible answers. The first sentence was easy. You make me feel horrible. The message is that the speaker feels horrible. So an alternative mindful I statement could be, I feel horrible, or I feel horrible sometimes when you say that or do that and so on. In the second sentence, I know you're doing this on purpose to make me go crazy. The speaker feels crazy, anxious or upset. So an alternative mindful I statement could be, I feel crazy or anxious or upset when you do that. In the third sentence, why do you keep making me feel so angry? The speaker feels angry. So an alternative mindful I statement could be, I feel angry right now. In the fourth sentence, you're being insulting. The speaker feels insulted or foolish. So an alternative mindful I statement could be, I feel like an idiot when you do that. In the fifth sentence, stop fooling around, you're getting on my nerves. The speaker feels anxious, tired or angry. So an alternative mindful I statement could be, I feel anxious or tired or angry when you tease me like that. In the sixth sentence, if you don't listen to what I'm telling you, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. The speaker feels insulted, unheard and ignored. But he or she also probably feels upset about being ignored. So an alternative mindful I statement could be, I feel upset when you ignore me. In the seventh sentence, you're being a jerk, stop it. The speaker might feel many things. Usually when you ask someone to stop doing something, it's because the action hurts. So maybe the speaker feels hurt. An alternative mindful I statement could be, I feel hurt when you do that. The eighth sentence is trickier. You're such a bleep. 
I can't believe it. The speaker calls the other person some insulting expletive. This usually indicates that the speaker's feelings have been hurt. So an alternative mindful I statement could be similar to the last sentence. I feel very hurt when you do that. Ninth statement, why do you keep doing that to me, is phrased as a question. But it's really a statement about how the speaker feels. Again, the implication is that the speaker feels hurt, insulted, belittled or something similar. So an alternative mindful I statement could be any version of these. I feel very hurt or insulted or whatever when you do that to me. And lastly, the tenth sentence is the trickiest. Sometimes I feel you're being too inflexible because the speaker uses the word feel. Maybe you were tricked into thinking that this sentence didn't need to be changed, but this sentence is really a hidden judgment about the other person. What the speaker really means is, I think you're too inflexible. But people often exchange the word think for feel in order to hide their criticism or to make their judgment sound less harsh. However, now you know better, so don't fall into the same trap. In this case, something about the other person's inflexible actions make the speaker feel uncomfortable or trapped. Maybe the other person never considers the other person's point of view before he or she makes decisions. So an alternative mindful I statement could be, I feel uncomfortable when you don't consider my point of view. Mindful I statements are clearly a more effective way of communicating how you feel and what you need, but they depend on your mindful awareness of your own feelings. Hopefully, after practicing the exercises in the last two chapters, you've become more skilled at recognising your own emotions and you can start using mindful I statements to let others know how you feel.